Hey guys, it's Jarrett at Bombs Away asking you to join us on October 25th for our second live show, Death Spa. We'll be at our home, the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, as we host the theater's first Halloween costume party. We screen the movie and then riff on it all in one live event. We've got smoothie juice bars, boozy smoothie juice bars, that is, photo opportunities, drinking games, drinking games with the smoothie boozy juice bars, and so much more. They've got killer workouts, flying shower tiles, and an ending you will not see coming. For more information, go to www.thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. That's www.thefreedacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. Come sweat it out with us at Death Spa, October 25th. Previously on Bombs Away. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> boogity, boogity, boo. Hey, kids, I just got this new house. Like, it's totally not haunted. Dad, uh, it's haunted. My teddy bear that I just stole from this house. <laughs> Beware of the boogity man. Boogity, I'm insane. I'm the realtor, and I'm insane. I passed out, but there are creepy footprints on the wall. <laughs> there's no such thing as ghosts. Oh, shit, there's like three ghosts. Flashback. Man, that guy sucks. What are we doing in a pop-up book? Oh, I hope he doesn't steal my kid and then we all die somehow, but never really explain it. I'm going to oh. kidnap you even though I have a magic cloak that could have solved my problems. That devil sure makes good deals. Cut the couch for super cheap. Cool. Uh, and we caught the ghost with a vacuum. <gasps> the end. All right, do we have taglines this time? No, we still don't. Oh. No. Well, okay. These taglines would be Bride of Boogity. <laughs> it's just the name of the movie. Catch the Boogity K. Right. It's Bouquet, but Boogity version. Uh, she's alive. <laughs> alive. Because I'm dead. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Uh, with one pilgrim ghost, one electrocution, two possessions, one steaming pair of ears, two floating people, one inflating man, multiple wax figures come to life, one out-of-control merry-go-round, one runaway motorcycle, one live ventriloquist dummy, and one portal into the underworld, with another 7.5 on IMDb. People really seem to love this movie. Um, it's Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color Presents, 1987's Bride of Boogity. Let's drop some bombs. Yeah, and don't forget, it's the only carnival in the whole world with a super-duper supernatural third eye. It's Jack the Ripper and Mrs. Ripper. This is Madalenska. She lives on the edge of town. Well, Mrs. Hooter, I've had warts for as long as I can remember.
Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... The reason why you name your movie after a major plot point, but then actually never really talk about that plot point. Jared Seifert. (laughs) Piss me off. The actress... I thought you were going to be like, the actress who decided to leave this movie to replace by another B-movie actress. Tommy Lauren, but not that one you're thinking of. Uh Oh, you're right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This is the sequel to the last episode that we did. So those of you who want to catch up on the Davis family or any of the events that happened to them a week prior to the events of this movie, please tune in to uh, Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color Presents uh, Mr. Boogity, which was last uh, the last episode that we did. I am. We did a funny recap ahead of this. That's as close as you're going to get other than being like, yeah, that doesn't make sense from the establishment of something else. Yeah. That's it. I'm not going to rehash all of Mr. Boogity. We did a whole episode on it. Okay? Yeah. Um, Listen to it yourselves, okay? Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're not doing the work for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, once again, if you're listening to this uh, and this is your first time listening, uh, welcome to the show, all new Disney fans. Um, hopefully you stick with us. We're going to try to do things like, uh, angels in the end zone coming up, uh, sequel to angels in the outfield, uh, flubber, definitely going to do flubber soon. Uh, there's a bunch of Disney stuff for you coming on, on the horizon. And then also if this is your first time listening, uh, I don't know. Check out the other 80 movies yeah. you've done. <laughs> right. Uh, you got some spooky ones for this season. Right. Also, if you're in Southern California, Death Spa, this Thursday, the 25th of 2018, at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, uh, one hilarious 80s horror movie, a live version of our podcast uh, with a special guest, and a full-on Halloween costume party. Tickets are still available, www.thefridacinema.org slash events slash bombs away live. Tickets are 15, and uh, they will sell out. Okay? Cool. Awesome. So, Bride oh. of Boogity. Open on a man driving through the woods, or is it... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns well, out... Well, no, open, open up on... Um, Jennifer. A guy telling oh. the events of the first movie, basically, rehashing the story. This is so stupid. Right? It was like, here's a campfire telling you these stories, and the kids are like, okay... <laughs> <laughs> right it's like five seconds that like they only put in there because they like out of the off chance that they're not going to show the first one before this right <laughs> like ugh. yeah absolutely and Mad. and then the off chance that if you're tuning in you're somehow not already a fan yeah of the first one because there's no way you're watching this if you didn't watch the other one yeah like there's no way you're gonna put up with this movie for an hour and a half if you didn't already watch the first one. And it is putting up with it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So where I was more endearing to the first one, I can tell you that I hardly remember this at all um, as a follow-up. And I can tell you that I'm glad I didn't. It's it, – I am I know we usually get to uh, – you know, it's the end and I say something like that. But uh, right off the bat, guys, this one's not – Anywhere near the first one, there are extremely long sequences that go on forever with no real point or resolution. There's bits and characters that mean nothing other than for very 
very very little payoff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So first off, um, it's very obvious to us that certain actors also either disagreed with returning to the franchise just because it is what it is, yeah, right, or had already like established themselves and were good. Or in the case of some other people, maybe read what it was and was like, we don't need this, right? So first off, Christy Swanson uh, from The Chase, Ferris Bueller, everything we mentioned before, uh, did not return as the oldest daughter, Jennifer. And she was replaced with uh, Tommy Lauren from uh, Wishmaster. Yeah. The first Wishmaster. She is uh, the lead girl in that movie. Um, Such a great Right? Great actress. And then John Aston uh, did not return as Mr. Weatherspoon. Uh, somebody else returned in this movie as Mr. Weatherspoon, but they're saying that it is not uh, like Tommy Lauren's situation where she is actually playing the same character. No, it is supposed to be Mr. Weatherspoon, the brother of Neil Weatherspoon. <laughs> The insane, crazy realtor slash historical society. So did he move? What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Right? And then also the original person to play Boogity did not return either. Well, I mean, for good reason. <laughs> for good reason. Right. Uh, so yeah, after our well, campfire story. Yeah. He was like, well, never mind. <laughs> after our campfire story, then we get the uncle. Right. So, so there's a man driving up to the house and then... Inside the house, we see the Davis family like getting on costumes and putting spider webs everywhere and getting ready. So, like you, you already know they're about to play their classic gag yeah. city pranks on people, right? Meanwhile, also the house feels like cleaner. It feels more lived in. Yeah, right. Um, but we are established real quick that they've been there maybe a month tops yeah. since the incident because, like. Their Gag City store, they haven't even found a place, a storefront to do it in, in the town, right? This is all established within this first couple scenes yeah. here. And um, and it, it seems like, but then there's other instances that make it seem like they've been over the boogity incident for a while, right? Yeah, because they're so, like, and it doesn't, it seems like none of them had PTSD of it. <laughs> they're all like, wow, that was creepy. It's probably just a joke that dad played Jennifer and did. then moved on. Yeah, Jennifer's still like, fuck this town. Mm-hmm. Like, god so, damn it. Yes. The but en- they have made a name for themselves in this town. Already, right? So like, this is what everyone I can't figure knows out. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't figure it out, right? Because, uh, and we'll get, we'll, we'll get to it, but, like, there's a whole, like, appointing of an honorary mayor and things like that. And you don't, that just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. You know, so I can't figure that one out properly. Um, unless he took us, he was too busy playing pranks on, on everybody in the house to actually go look for a storefront to establish. Yeah. Right. Um, so either way, um, the, this man drives up, uh, goes inside, the whole house is dark. And then one by one, the family comes dressed in like cheesecloth. Or I thought they were all supposed to be like dead brides. Yeah, kind of, but dead brides who go the spiders. The spiders. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
Like, I know we live in a world where... Spiders suck. Like, yeah, and stuff like that, but, like, you guys saw real ghosts. Do something You know what they better. look like. Yeah, also, right? like, what, spiders are making ghosts now? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> right? But this guy is immediately like, ah, oh God, yeah. ah, right? And also, then a giant spider falls from the ceiling yeah. and just basically drops on his head. And they're all like, ha, 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 got you. And he's like, you guys are so good at this. But it's also like, if you know that they're good at this, wouldn't at some point you just be sitting there like, guys, well, fuck, I, mean. I just want to come over and hang out. Okay, so. Or like, listen, Brenda just told me she's trying to divorce me and you're playing a practical <laughs> joke. I'm on the, the end of my rope here. Yeah. And you guys are poking fun. Yeah. Like, I just want to have a drink and forget. So like, that's, that's what's established here, too, is that, okay, the man that they played a prank on is Eloise's brother yes right there uh the children's uncle right he also happens to work for gag city it's like a family business right but not yeah right because they are both just i don't know middlemen or something because basically one he goes <laughs> every time i come and see you you guys pull one over on me and How i'm many like times has he come and seen them Right. There we go again. Sorry. This is why I had to preface that whole, like, I don't know how long it's been. Yeah. Even though it seems like it's, it's, if we're, if we're going by the establishment of you, he, he's like, Hey man, you haven't found a storefront yet to even establish your gag city franchise. Like, I don't, that's why he's here. He's like, why don't you come back? And they want you to be like district manager in charge of all sales or something because right? they picked a time with eight storefronts yeah. <laughs> and all of them are occupied at the moment oh man god damn they had to go and murder the <laughs> wax museum owner <laughs> uh, no you're not wrong yeah yeah um oh yeah <sighs> that <laughs> oh. you just blow your mind what yes because there's a line and i even wrote it down of um there's a line from Mr. Weatherspoon as they do walk into the wax museum where they're like, um, oh, man, where is it? Mr. Hamilton, who's the wax, he goes, Mr. Hamilton disappeared and left a house of wax. And one day I'll explain to you that story. And I'm like, uh, will That's he? the story I want to know now. Yes. I'm like, does it connect to Boogity? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, did he get haunted by him too? <laughs> like, what happened? Right. There's nothing there, right? That's like a lead up to nothing. But anyway, back to this uh, thing where, yeah, every time I come and see you, pull one over on me. And I'm like, okay, so if you establish that every time you see they see you, they can pull a prank on you, and you know that that's the case, you fell for this, like, ghost the spiders gag? Yeah. Not a great gag. Not even a gag. Yeah. More like we were trying out a haunted house. For yeah. The, you know? So he's then like, where's Jennifer? She's kind of cute. And it's like, don't say that about your... <laughs> That's like something I feel like he would have said. He yeah. didn't say it, but I feel like he would. He'd be like, where's your hot daughter? He'd be like, ooh, what? So then uh, it cuts to her and I she's walking... I wish I never met Uncle Lewis. Yeah. She's walking through the woods <laughs> and... Granted. For some reason, constantly, whenever they're outside, there's an animal yelling, help. And I couldn't... I didn't know. What? It's like, what? Help! Help! Is like it's constantly the outdoor noise when There's they're also in the, the woods. Wolf. Yeah, right. They'll be like at the sand table in the middle of town, and it's like, 
I was like, what? Did you not hear the wood noise? I, Every time they're the outside, it's like, help. Yeah, that's Help. That. And I was like, is someone screaming for help? What is happening? And I thought that's what she heard first, but then, no. But also, uh, there's nothing but London, London, and lightning. You're trying. Thunder, You're sober. We're both sober. I know, right? It's crazy. Uh, there's nothing but thunder and lightning outside their house at all times again. Yeah. Right? Like somebody had a machine out there and being like, all right, turn off the gag city thunder <laughs> and lightning machine. Um, and then that's when he's like, hey, man, come back and work for gag city in the city, you know? And he's like, nah, man, I just got established here and like, we'll, we'll figure it out. And he's like, whatever. And then we cut over to a town hall meeting in which they're about to. You appoint- skipped Jennifer getting spooked. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's in the, she's in the forest and then, like, Boogity's like, hey, yo. And she's like, ah, <laughs> and runs home. And everyone's like, you know, Boogity died. And she's like, guys, I'm scared. And they're like, shut up, Jennifer. Yeah, fully in denial. Again. And I'm like, and I'm like, if your fully sane and conscious daughter told you that Boogity is back, you should believe her. Like, but then this is that thing where it's like when Harry Potter was like he said he's gonna return. Everyone's like he's just doing it for attention. And then they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit, there's Voldemort. Oh, man. And he's like, yeah, God. It's funny that you mentioned Harry Potter because like there's some Harry Potter references in this one. Let me tell you that. Like I feel like the entire like key is a port key over to Voldemort's cemetery. I met a full grown adult today that uh-huh. had never seen or read a Harry Potter movie. I mean, I understand. Actively, he bragged about it. Oh, brag! And I was Don't like, brag on it. What are you, you flexing on? Not knowing Harry Potter, yeah. like you're just now. You don't get pop culture references. Yeah. Like even, that just tells me you're sad. Even I seen. Even yeah. I've seen Lord of the Rings, and I hate it. God, I hate Lord of the Rings. Okay, we'll talk about that later yeah. on thingswehate.com. That's a podcast. Dot com. Yeah, it's just dot com for fun. Um. Oh, that's the title. Things yeah, thingswehate.com. Thingswehate. I like it. Uh. So you're typing a note. I know. Like, I'm like, please does it add exist? this. Oh, probably 100. Uh, anywho, Diet Coke is hitting. Um, my bump of Diet Coke. Half a glass, please. Uh, yeah. It's so less then we the granules. Yeah. So then we uh, it'll drill less holes in my Diet brain. Cocaine. We it's once again every time you can tell when we don't like a movie. Oh, thingswehate.com's available. <laughs> Oh, there has to already just be a complaining co- it podcast. It says buy this though. domain. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, what's buy it? Done. <laughs> no, things we hate dot di- com is just. I feel like that's Eliza Schlesinger's podcast. Yeah, which she just complains about every dude in the world. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's very fair. So anyway, yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You can tell when we just do not like a movie yeah. versus like, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed this bad movie. Which, I got to get home and shower and shave. So uh, <laughs> come on, chop to it, buddy. <laughs> Uh, shit, shower, say, shave. Three yeah, S's. Right. Um, yeah, so we flash over to a town hall meeting. We've got Eugene Levy. He's there looking like a young snack. Pretty hot. Oh, but he's also Mr. Lynch. Yeah, any, uh, yeah, not a great name for <laughs> a white guy. No, no, yeah. no. Back up, back up. That's worse than the time. Like, uh, you know the... The the Christmas song where it's like giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Yeah. And it's got the whip crack noise where it's like dun 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 Yeah, that's my favorite Christmas song because I like to pretend I'm cracking a whip. So once I was doing it and I turned to my black friend and I was like like as I was doing it, I turned to him and I was like and I was like, Oh my god. I was like, I didn't think about that. I just love this Christmas song. And he's like, 
I know you didn't mean it, but damn. <laughs> I'm I so liked, sorry, Joe. I, I always liked that <laughs> my high school band would play it every year, and there was the one percussionist who got to have the wood block with the hinge on it. Yeah, God, that would damn, make the that crap. would make me so jealous. I mean, the clap, and I was just like, yes. Right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. So Eugene Levy's there. Don't okay, know how that so, happened. Oh yeah, he's really like angry, and he's Mr. Lynch, and he's bitter about everything. And it well, seems okay, so like Mr. Lynch apparently used to hold the town carnival, which is Lucy Fest. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's like their Halloween property thing, but, but it's Lucifer, right? And now he's. For what I can only determine is jealousy purposes that everybody likes Carlton and Davises like is trying to charge for the ability to have that on his. Well, property. he just wants rent. He's like, "Can you guys like at least pay to have it on my property?" <laughs> right. And they're like, "There's so much no. debris and yeah. junk, and there's like ghost and Satanism <laughs> going on, and like possessions." Because that's another thing too is like he seems very conservative, and the whole town's like. Uh, we uh, we believe in the third eye order, <laughs> whatever, whatever yeah, the hell that something came about from. the third eye and stickers. I don't know what if they were all buttons and they're just stabbing them into their forehead. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like third hold eye. the third eye. Yeah. Like basically, it's just some sort of gimmick that it seems like. I think Carlton this whole town is minorly a uh, a cult, <laughs> but they don't know it. Right. They're all like ha 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 ha, but they're also sipping the cool. John Aston was doing in the first one where he's like, yeah. where, where am I? I know. What did I do Sipping last that cool Too like, much of it. You know what you did. Um, <laughs> you worship. Yeah. You worship the giant, like honorary statue of fucking Boogity in the cemetery. Why is it there? Why do they even have a giant statue of him? <laughs> we'll get to it. So, uh, yeah, Eugene is very upset. Mister Lynch is upset, and then they're like, "Well, okay, I had to write these lines down because I think it's, I think it's, yeah. very funny." Is that like? Um, so there's this one old lady that is kind of like a side character that keeps like following the children She's around. She's also stuff, kind of mean, right? Uh, and if anybody's seen like Revenge of the Nerds, it's uh, the main nerds like mom in the beginning, but it's also um, the wife of um, uh, the, the the actor who plays Mister Mister Feeny in uh, Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, I got that guy right. Uh, it's the wife of him in the movie Blind Date with uh, Bruce Willis and Kim Basinger. I love Blind Date. Love that movie. Um, sure. But either way, the, this woman it's it's the same actress. Uh, her name is escaping me, and we must move on. So um, she she's not very important, but she's just a side character that makes sly side comments for like only humor, to Jennifer, right? Like she's basically just a bully to Jennifer. Yeah, and that's the fact of like by the end of the movie, they're wearing the same Halloween costume. I know. <laughs> They're both Glenda the Good I Witch know. from Wizard of Oz. And they're like, which this is awkward. Which another Wizard of Oz reference yeah. like the last movie. And um, she goes, I can remember. Because like, basically the debate is, do we pay Eugene Levy? Or do we not um, have Mr. the Lynch, festival? Or do we not? Which is and she's so like, dramatic. I can remember. I've uh, We've had a car- carnival for as long as we- I can remember. And which then Eugene Levy comes back and says, I've had warts for as long as I can remember. And I was like... That's not how you reveal that news. <laughs> yeah, and I really wish. Like, here's the thing: is somewhere along the lines, like, uh, because I did read uh, in the trivia for the first one, and it's the same writer and same director uh, as the first one. So, like, it does fit. Like, it's the director Oz Scott and writer Michael Janover, right? Um, and somewhere in the trivia, I read that. Um, 
one of them was I think it was Janover was working on uh, the airplane movie mm-hmm. and wanted to make um, a kind of like a ghost movie uh, that was like in the same vein, right? So like airplanes, hilarious. Yeah. Back in the day, it's just like the Naked Gun movies. It's the Zucker Brothers. It's great, right? So it's like, and then when Columbia basically like turned down his pitch for what I would assume is not actually like you know the boogity script what it is now you know like basically uh it says here that um boogity itself with um it was originally envisioned by the writer michael janover as an airplane style comedy that was watered down when columbia pictures rejected it and disney picked it up Mm -hmm. right so like there are all these kind of things oh the script was called cheap thrills and it was a parody of horror films and it was written as a vehicle for cheech marin and tommy chong so you can so like the original scary movie idea kind of i think so right or basically it was probably like two two dudes get super high and think everything they're seeing is like because they're high right i guarantee it's something like that because like that's where this these jokes land yeah in like some weird space of like sometimes they're like semi kind of here i was sober watching this film now i know how to understand it right i think so right because like you have a line like i've had warts for as long as i can remember right and the adult version of this would literally have a full room like with like awkward looks after that being like, oh, holy yeah. shit, right? This just moves on. Like that wasn't a joke. Yeah. Like that's a just a statement. <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh, Mr. Lynch, you should get that checked out. And then- Yeah, like stop touching raw chicken. He's also upset because this year he is not- honorary mayor which they used to give to him just because of his land they were like great cool we get to use your land for free you get to be honorary mayor it's honorary mayor of lucy fest oh it's not honorary it's not honorary mayor it's like yeah no it's honorary mayor of lucy fest but we also never even meet the real mayor who is the mayor i don't know it's basically just like the person the status symbol it's a popularity contest i'm sure what I'm confused is, like, why isn't there just the mayor? I don't know. Just taking care yeah. of Lucy Fest. It's uh, a great question. I also don't understand what Lucy Fest is celebrating, really. I I would assume it's supposed to celebrate the, the township and heritage yeah. and stuff like that. But, but it's also, like, Halloween. I yeah. think it's just, like, their Halloween festival, but they name it after it their own town. It's just an town. excuse yeah. for the Disney Channel to have a Halloween-esque movie. With I know. Ghosts in it. Yeah, real. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then, uh, so now Carlton, the dad, the D- Davis, Carlton Davis is the honorary mayor this year and he pitches, why don't we do it? It's in- called Lucy Fest. Why don't we have it in the town square? Right. The town of Lucy. Right. So everyone's like, like, oh my God, the, like, town square, the town shit. square. That's where the first one was held. You're right. What did you say that? Oh, the, you said they were on a cult. I thought you, when you were saying that earlier, I thought you were going to say that they're all a little bit on the spectrum. Oh, <laughs> because they're all like, what? Mind yeah. blown. Holy they're all a little OCD. Shit, right. Like we had it <laughs> right? at the farm last year. It'll be at the oh farm again in the next year. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Is that what was happening in the other town over when they like put a banner across the street <laughs> <laughs> like, and had like a merry-go-round? And like a dog Weird. parade? Yeah. <laughs> Go trick-or-treating in their trunks of their cars? Gosh. Because that's every town like yeah. parade. <laughs> 
Yeah. So then, uh, lard ass, lard ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then I forgot what happens in the okay, rest of the so movie. so then somebody, they just cuts over to being like, hey, um, you want to go check out this, like, abandoned wax museum that'd be perfect for the Gag City franchise store? And he's like, yeah. And they just, like, break down the door. Yeah. Like, literally break down the door. It's established that this place was abandoned by Mr. Hamilton that just disappeared. And that's never explained beyond Mr. Witherspoon's, like, comment but like, it's i'll tell you later because witherspoon's basically the historical he's doing the same job as his quote brother <laughs> that's why i think like because i read about the it's his brother from uh like kind of the imdb trivia yeah so like part of me says that it is his brother and another part of me says because he dresses just as weird like it's top hat versus pirate hat that's the only difference yeah. in their outfit i'm thinking it's supposed to be the same dude he's just not as creepy yeah, is John Huston, right? Um, so, because he's got all the historical knowledge and information of like anything that we as an audience need for exposition purposes. Oh, for sure, right? Well, then, so they get into this. This is just like a creepy town, and this is like a town that if I went to, I'd be like, "All right, you guys are sucking the dick of Halloween a little bit too much." <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like Lucy Fest. It's our Easter festival, like. Mm-hmm. Like what the heck? Mm-hmm. Because they like this wax museum is legitimately they're like, like so one of the jokes that they say when they're looking at all the figures, one of them is supposed to be uh, Jack the Ripper. He's oh, like Jack shit. the Ripper is that his wife? And they're like Mrs. Ripper. Yeah. They're like um not exactly. Like <laughs> I'm like gosh damn. Then there's a guy in a well. That was a whore. Yeah. Like made Marion. Like. <laughs> It, like, it really doesn't make any sense what this wax museum is supposed to be. Because it's even like, here's a vampire. It's like a wax museum of, like, scary... Classic, like, universal classic horror, monsters yeah. and classy horror. Yeah. Classy horror. Um, classy horror. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it... Okay, the things that I can identify that I can remember is uh, Dracula. Yes. But the Dracula looks like Jim Carrey in Once Bitten when he has that dream sequence as Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, very specific. I know. I'm sorry. Um, uh, there is Abbott from Abbott and Costello meet the mummy. Yeah. Right. Uh, cause he's in like a safari, safari hat, but it's more of the overweight. Is that the one the that they them. put in the well? That's the, that's the one where there's a well, there's someone in a well. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is in a well. Yeah. Which I don't like, know. I've never seen Abbott and Costello monster? meet the mummy. I don't know. So I don't know. Um, but I know that's what they look like. Um, and then there's a Wolfman, and there's Jack the Ripper, and a prostitute in that same diorama, and sex worker. That's about it. Yeah, sex it is. It's the PC term. Um, yeah, and then they're like, "This is perfect for the gag shop," and I'm like, "How?" If it turned into what we were talking about in the last episode, like a shitty Halloween club that's going to well, be open Well, not even that. It's like you might as well just open a wax museum. Right. Yeah. Like, but and gag put a City's corner with pay gags. The mortgage, yeah. So it's like, got to be Gag City, Jared. Come on. It's so stupid. And then they don't even set up shelves when they have the shop established. It's just we'll in get like there. cauldrons we'll get there. or yeah. something. 
Yeah, like, but so is all the general store shit in Mr. Lynch's uh, general store. Mr. Lynch's general store just has whatever he pulled out of his goddamn closet. <laughs> Mr. Lynch is an idiot, too. Yeah, this whole town is a town full of his dummies. Own product and also sells gag gifts it in barrels? It seems like... Okay, so like it, it, <laughs> my idea for this city is that it's actually the progressive version of the village, but... This new family moved in and didn't realize it was, like, off the map because, like, it seems like no one does anything to make money. seems like there are no actual stores. that People don't buy anything from the stores. It looks like they're all just trading goods. They, well, I, here's the... they I, Someone's, like, giving away ice cream that's weird flavors that he just spent the weekend making. Ice cream I, with onions? Chocolate ice cream. With onions is the secret ingredient. Yeah. Chocolate like surprise. fried onions? I don't know. I don't know. Fried onions would have been good, but like raw onions? Like, whoa, dude, come on. So here is the list in my head of actual established jobs that we see on screen. Gravedigger? Yep. <laughs> um, People gotta die. Uh, fortune teller. Is it a real job? I don't Oh no, because I mean, she does seem to be running a tarot card situation during the uh, festival. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, general store owner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Gag city store owner. Gag city store owner. Right. Uh, right across the street from each other. It's like Starbucks and Starbucks. Yeah. And um, a, a historical society curator. That's not a job. That's usually volunteer work. Is it? I oh, think so. You don't get paid by the government? No. Oh, okay. It's usually like some old person that's like, well, I need something to do I during the librarian. day. Yeah. Sorry, librarians. <laughs> librarians are great. They love us. They're real jobs. They love everyone. Um, They're listening to us right now. Yeah. They're like, it's probably too I gotta loud. know. <laughs> Why did they curse? With their earbuds and yeah. it's too loud still. Shh. Just shushing us. Anyway, that's gone on way too yeah. long. Um, That's all I can think of. That's all I got. Right, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't see what the main, the source's main source, yeah. uh, import export situation is. I don't, like, I don't get know it. what's going on. So uh, also, where are the falls? Yeah, <laughs> in Lucifer Falls, they're out of town. Yeah, <laughs> um, they live on the edge of the town with the yeah. fortune teller. <laughs> yeah, which I love this. Okay, so this is where the fortune teller does come into play. Mm-hmm. Right, um, she's just standing still like a wax figure. And he's like, honey, this one talks. And it's like, it's her and she's real. And then Mr. Witherspoon is like, hey, this is whatever her name is. Um, it's it's Madins, Madinska. That, yep, I wrote it right. Okay. This is Madinska. She lives on the edge of town. <laughs> I was like, okay. What else would she live on the edge of? Like, she lives on the edge. <laughs> Living on the edge. Her glory. <laughs> Uh, she, I mean, she's Lady Gaga. She's dressed like that. Yeah. Like, she's got this crazy-ass hair. Ass um, hair. Ass hair. And um, she basically holds a very a mini crystal ball reading for everybody. And it's like, Boogity's coming back. And and once again, uh, mother and father are like, bullshit. We sucked him up into a <laughs> vacuum. Please. It's like, so like, how could you? All right. So your daughter says that she's seen him. Right, you just dealt with the situation, and now a fortune teller. Which, like, in a world where you just fought ghosts, I don't think you can call bullshit even on fortune telling yeah. anymore. Like, you just 
this is the world you live in now, right? You live in Lucifer Falls, right? A place in which needs to advertise its houses on the market, but with an extra additional hanging sign that says, not really haunted. I think <laughs> you kind of got to believe yeah. at this point, right? But he doesn't. And then um, we go on. The movie just movie yeah. goes on, right? Um, so the kids go and see Eugene Levy and ask him if they can um, hang a poster for – is it for Gag City or is it for Lucy Falls? Uh, it's festival? for like – I thought it was for – oh, it's Gag City's grand opening taking mm. place at Lucy Falls or Lucy Fest. Wow. I mean, you might as well capitalize on it, I guess. Yeah, I know. I mean, when when else are people coming? Well, because they also doors? they were like, "Oh my God, we'll host our own seance, basically rip off the oh, storyteller that we just <laughs> made fun of." Yeah, we're gonna rip off her gig and do it in our store, and it'll also be our grand opening. So they're going around and like handing out posters to the businesses, and of course they go to the rival business of Eugene Levy. Like, kids, you got. Bad brains up in there, and it yep. comes straight from the top. It's yep. all your parents' fault. So, yeah, they see him, and he clearly doesn't know what his joke kaleidoscope uh, things do. It's like but he like, stole them from Gag funny. City and was like, I'm going to put it over here. I mean, it might be funny in real life, but like, I've never seen it in real life. I've only seen it in movies, yeah. and it's never funny in movies. Yeah. Why is this always a joke? That comes into play sometimes, like binoculars or something. Yeah. That, and like, I've always been curious with the gag, like, do you have to keep shoe polishing it? Does it, like, just, like, or does it or create it its stamp? own shoe polish? Because oh. that's the thing is, he picks it up and it. It's like he didn't even eye. know his own gags. Right. So I think he just stole the trash from Gag <laughs> City of their broken things. I was like, oh, I'll put these out. Put them in a wooden barrel yeah. in the, in the, uh, the Q line. I know. He's like, oh, these will be good. Like, what do they cut? Like, cash register. And even the kids are like, hey, these are all broken. And he's like, they're perfectly great. Right. And then he like rips their poster up. And so they're they like, God, he's a dick. See in the in the corner a uh, cloak and pilgrim hat, very similar to what Jennifer saw in the in the forest. See, I thought that was in the historical society. No, that was in his. That was that was in his store on a coat rack. Well, then how come Mister uh, Weatherspoon later is like? Oh, this is a historical thing, and it's gone. They well, there's one in there too. See, this movie is trying to be clever and establish red herrings for yeah. no reason. Like we ca- like we know boogity is a real thing. Yeah. So why is it trying to cast shadows of a doubt when we have seen the apparition of boogity already? We yeah. Have, we have seen it like moan and everything. It's like whether or not Eugene Levy is going around scaring people as. Um, as boogity, we also know that real boogity exists. Yeah. So all you're doing is muddying the waters of this plot, right? Because what happens next is uh, one Carlton uh gets the idea to, like you said, do a séance, right? Uh, in a scene in which he pulls a mask out of the fridge or like a disembodied head. Yeah. And I guess he planted in there for a gag that didn't pay off. So he's like, let me grab that head. You like all of his gags. Right. And then the the head squirts water like all of his jokes do. I know. And this is a scene where like I couldn't I didn't write what else was going on that like caused this trigger. But like there's a moment that him and Eloise have. Where she gives him like the like hardest fuck me eyes, 
from across the table. And the kids are like, ew, right? Which made me write, these two are having ridiculously, like, crazy sex. Crazy sex, right? Like, and it shows in another scene later where he's possessed by Boogity, spoiler alert. And um, she's still, she's like, Kind of like not now instead of being like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Where it's like, oh, you want to, oh, God, you want to role play boogity again? <laughs> you know? Um, yes, I want to kidnap the children and then hold them for ransom until you sleep with me. <laughs> oh, he would too. Right? It's like storylines kind of old, but all just right. Just kidding. Yeah. But not really. Just coming. Just coming. Just coming. Just coming. <laughs> That's their uh, sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then she uh, does and then she does she goes <laughs> <laughs> there it is their sex is very great okay so um the boys are asleep and they happen to wake up in the middle of the night and they go down to the basement and this is where they see like a green outlined beetlejuice door <laughs> don't they find the key first yeah, that's right. They, they find, find a, key, a glowing key. And then they see the green outline door. And then that key must be a, a port key mm-hmm. from Harry Potter because it immediately transports them into a graveyard. Sorry, what kind of lazy writing was J.K. Rowling doing for that? <laughs> she's like, this is a Skringle Geek Bob. And then she's like, this is a port key. A it's portal. A portal that's a key. key. <laughs> is a port key. A key port. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought that many times. Uh, that and the fact that like there's like uh sorry, Harry Potter tangent for a second. Yeah. There is like five to six ways of transport means of transportation to get you around and right. like each one of them is only told to you when you need it for like the end of each subsequent each mo- each book. Yeah. Right? Where it's like um for five movies now, we've been going around via broomstick, and then you tell me about this port key that gets me there instantly. Yeah, 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 because you're gonna need it. But also, for the plot device by the end. Next movie, <laughs> you'll be able to just like do it. You'll just be able to teleport <laughs> that are all no. around you. Well, chimneys is the second one, but then eventually they can, whenever they're learning their newts, they can just like whoop right and go to a new place. I forget what that one's called. I uh, I don't know. Someone sound the one off where in they the like comments. spin into a spiral out of nowhere and just suck up into infinity. Yeah, and then they pop back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's part of their their yeah. owls or their newts or something. Right. You'd think transportation would be one that you teach early on, right? <laughs> like, well, they're kids; they're irresponsible. Maybe but we not, gave them magic. Maybe not battle. But they all know the three <laughs> most dangerous curses that kill everyone. But we just trust them not to say it. Like, you know, there's like a ten year old that like picked up dad's wand and was like, bullied. "Ha, vada kadavra!" Oh right? shit! One that got bullied and yeah. straight up like, damn. Or no, I'm saying the kid that like found the wand and like said something as a joke, but then like killed his best friend or something. You know, like got into the wand safe. Shit like that, man. Oh, man. Wizarding world is a lot darker than we Highly thought. Highly irresponsible. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Lock up your spells, dude. Oh, man. There needs to be Stuff's wand control. not candy. Control. Yeah. <laughs> Need wand laws. <laughs> this is a weird podcast episode. <laughs> um, yes. So, where? what's happening? Are okay. they at their fake seance So, they, yet? Go, they go into, oh, they the, go into the door. Yeah. yeah. 
The Beetlejuice and door. That's what I mean. It's like, okay, so there's a full on. And first, because it's established, they like wake up when they like see the statue and it like talks to them or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God, a dream. Right. And you would think, yeah, it is. But then they want up going to the graveyard later on. And nope, there's a boogity statue and he's reaching out to something. I don't know. And I don't know who would make a gigantic boogity grave. Headstone. They're like he was a terrible person, and he also he probably somebody. killed a child. He and held possibly a woman mom. for like forced affection. Yeah. He sold his soul to the devil. But I mean, it is Lucifer Falls, so like there was a general store for devil things. Yeah. <laughs> probably. You know, he was a bad person, but I that's mean, like Germany being but, like, we should probably put up a I Nazi mean, statue. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Hitler's statue would look good in the center of Germany, don't you guys think? And they're like, no, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <laughs> boogity and let boogity. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. I mean, he trieth. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he trieth, trieth real hardeth. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosheth. <laughs> um. Yes. But excuse me. That was the devil. There you go. Yeah, so, so of course, guess what happens when the kids are like, Dad, we've got a problem. Yeah. Um, he plays a joke. And then, like, <laughs> I don't know if he actually does, but so, he probably does. Yeah, the, um, the kids go to the, the grave boogity, and this is where they meet Lazarus, Lazarus the Gravedigger, right, played by Vincent uh, Schiavelli. Which um, they couldn't most... get price, so they're like, we still got to get a Vincent, <laughs> right? Um, most famously is the subway ghost in Ghost. Remember the one that like teaches him to push things? Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, don't talk to me. <laughs> get off my train, right? Oh my gosh. I'm like, so now he's not the ghost, or ooh, he was the organ grinder with the monkey on his shoulder villain in Batman Returns. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. That's that's all I got for him. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool, right? Um, passed away in two thousand five. Oh, R.I.P. But um, it, iconic look, yeah, you know, and still playing kind of creepy. But like, he's just like, I'm the grave digger, and they're like, okay, and then he just follows them around, and then goes back to their fake seance, right? Yeah, and he's like, hey, everyone, I guess town. I'm a character like, now, hey, Vincent, and uh, it's not Vincent, it's Lazarus, um, and then he's done. It was like a cameo, I guess, kind of, right? I mean, I thought you had to be well-known to have a cameo. Uh, If you look into his IMDb... He's got stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff from back in that time, too. A lot of shows, too. So um, this is where I wrote, this seance is so boring. It's stupid. So, like, the whole thing behind it is, like, a little car telephone thing goes around. It's like a ladybug telephone, Fisher-Price. They, like, the Fisher-Price phone with the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they can clearly see that, like, or, like, they clearly know it's their dad on the other side. And he's like, I'm the spirit talker. The spirit what is his master. name? Spirit master. Who's also a spirit? Isn't the spirit master God, <laughs> if you believe in that? Like, I don't. But, like, wouldn't he be considered? Yeah. The spirit master. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and a ladybug telephone and root two toots around the like, table. Weird. There's going to be other masters in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. So, um, he's like basically Wizard of Ising it, another Wizard of Oz reference, yeah. where he's like on a microphone. Pay no attention they, to she, the dad yeah. behind the curtain. Yeah. Like, oh, my and I'm God. Like, what is with this obsession with Wizard of Oz in both know. of these movies? Yeah. So, he's like. 
uh, uh, call upon anybody you like, and basically I'll pretend to be him, you know? And all this is going on while Eugene Levy is sabotaging Gag City's outside uh, electrical fuse box and crosses a wire, electrocutes himself, and electrocutes um, Carlton. And you would think that that would be, like, the trigger to, like, either the two of them, like, switch bodies, which would be a normal, like, That'd Disney switcheroo, yeah. you know, or, um, I don't know, the ghost goes into both of them or anything. No. All, all this does is causes the boogity statue to split open in the graveyard. I don't get it. <laughs> and then cause you as an audience member to see spots because yeah. that's how boogity appears. Is see, I thought it was that, eyes. like, they called on uh, on boogity. Yeah, but it was then, all a joke. So yeah, all you got to do is, thought, like, joke about it be like, I call ye, Trantor. No, but I thought they Sorry, called boogity and then boogity was, like, trying to cut or like starting to come out but then the electrical thing like happened at the same time so it's was my understanding i guess yeah it's so muddy. probably not yeah right well i mean that's the video quality <laughs> um so after this so the next night i don't know carlton hears something out in the front yard and goes out in the front yard and this is where boogity just possesses him by being a flying orb that touches his nose and then he now is boogity. Right? That's it. Right? And then he's like, get me my cloak back. And I'm like, wait a minute. Nobody knows where it is. Yeah. It In the first movie, like the middle kid, David Faustino, he went, just flipped it. Boogity boo. Boogity boo. And it disappeared in the thin air. And it boogity bounced. <laughs> and that was it. Right? Yeah. So like, I don't know what's going to happen now because nobody knows where it is. So then they're back at the wax museum and this is where Carlton is dressed like a ghostbuster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like the ghostbuster is uh, the ghostbuster suit is also like it doubles as one of those inflatable sumo suits. Yeah. I just I don't get what's happening in this movie okay. from this point on. Like because I, this is where I jumped in with you while you were finishing it, and I yeah. was like, "Oh, cool! I still don't get it. So, I just don't get anything." So Eloise is dressed as a pilgrim, mm-hmm. right? A pilgrim woman. Oh, so while he was possessed, it kind of showed him being like, "I got to get Eloise back," but not fully. Like there mean? was something. You're skipping the scene where they're like, hey, this pilgrim costume got stolen last night. The historical society. The pilgrim costume got stolen. And he was like, this is really bad. Because this is when I walked in and I distract you from the scene. Oh, okay. So the uh, Mr. Weatherspoon is like, oh, uh, this costume went missing last night. And it was, it's like an exact replica of. Uh, of Marianne's whatever Maiden Marianne's costume or so outfit. So like any pilgrim. Yeah, outfit. exactly. Every pilgrim <laughs> An exact outfit. Replica. Right? An then, exact stereotypical replica. Yeah. So they're gearing up for the festival that is the next day. So I guess she's already wearing it. But Carlton is already like, "I got you this sexy outfit. You should wear it." And she's like, Ooh. "And that was her moaning." Uh, <laughs> what else would it be? And so then they're in the store, and Carlton is like, come to me, Marianne. Because he's possessed by Boogity. Yeah. And Boogity thinks that Eloise, dressed as a pilgrim, 
looks like Maid Marian, I guess. Yeah. The woman he was obsessed from, uh, obsessed with 300 years ago. Yeah. And the whole curse and everything. And this is funny because this is whenever yeah. <laughs> Eloise is like, oh, I'm going towards you. Oh, I'm going away. Oh, you got me. Oh, you don't. Because like, they're, I'm like, these two have role played boogity before. Oh, they have. <laughs> there is no doubt about it that they've boogity boned. Oh. That was a stupid one. Please don't laugh. Come on. No, I liked it. Um, so did Eloise. <laughs> boogity boogity bone. <laughs> uh, just, just, just boogity, coming. Boogity blast. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, because he's just like, "Come to me, Marion, my bride," and she's like, "Oh, not now, Carlton." She's like, "Come on, we got to finish setting up." Right. He's like, "All right, <laughs> later. You can kidnap one of the boys." But then he like, "Could be Jonathan, <laughs> and I'll pretend to not want you, and then I'll give in." He gets like upset, and he starts floating. He, and she's he, like, he starts inflating. Yeah, and then the inflation also makes him float. He looks like one of the three storms in Big Trouble in Little China, the one that can like blo- like inflate himself. Yeah, I know you don't know. I don't. <laughs> you can see it in my eyes when I just go, uh huh. Yeah, you shake like yeah 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 yeah, yeah sure keep going because I don't I don't know you, it. <laughs> you nod your head in agreement of something like there's there's nothing there I can yeah. see it. it's I great go watch over. it no uh, that's what everybody should that's be watching instead of this yeah. this movie even all you Disney files out there you should watch Big Trouble in Little China not this right now <laughs> let me tell you but yeah he looks just like that or like you said an inflatable like Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Spirit Halloween Store yeah. or something uh, or like the sumos like you said. Uh, and then the scene's just over. She's like, "We've got a problem." Yeah, but do we? I don't really. I don't know. know. Yeah, because um, we did skip a scene in which Jennifer woke up the night before this mm-hmm. and saw him floating by horizontally her room, and then as he's floating by, like, just kidding, just yeah. kidding, and he's at the end of the hall, and she sees him, just kidding, just kidding. Oh God! Here's just this whole "just kidding" thing. Yeah, just gets old, like very old. Because then they call over um, the 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 madam, the seance lady, Madinska. Yeah, right. Um, and she comes over, and that's where he's like floating in the stairwell, like he's he's like boogity, just kidding, (laughs) boogity, just kidding. No, he's floating, and this is what's weird, where it's like. You see two things that are very similar to Beetlejuice, and yet Beetlejuice came after this. Yeah, it's like dun right? dun, 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 dun dun dun. Yeah, because he's like floating in the stairwell like he's Winona Ryder at yeah. the end of Beetlejuice, but like it's just this up and down motion, and be like boogity, just kidding, <laughs> boogity, just kidding. A weird possession. Yeah, and but that's what I mean too. Is like. Because he seems to have no conscious memory of what he does during this. Once they get boogie at it, boogie, <laughs> they get boogity out of him, right? Like in about five minutes. It still sounded like you're trying to say like he boogity booked it, <laughs> like he boogity out of him. So why is Carlton doing this just kidding bit? I think it's like supposed to be showing that like he's still there, he's still inside. It. Yeah, I, I never understand this too. Okay. It's like they're there and all, they're fighting it. Like, all uh, possession yeah. and ghost uh, like trope movies were this whole like, I know you're still in there, fight it thing. 
why is that a thing in like all ghost well, I mean, and possession movies? I understand it's the whole like, hope of like you're in there. Yeah, it's like two people inside one body and like right. they're fighting over it. But I mean, but yeah, for it's me to obnoxious. say it's a trope, it's like yeah, it happens it is so much, and they always like win over the ghosts. Yeah, and I'm like bullshit. Like they were weak enough to let him in the first yeah. place. Yeah, nothing's be changed. Dead. If anything, he's more cool and powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Leave him. He's fine. Right? Let the old Carlton die. So, um, at this point, um, the Sans doesn't do anything or, like, she's trying to figure out what's going on. And then he um, floats down to the basement, finds the key, puts it into the glowing door again. And the glowing door has stopped becoming, like, a door to the graveyard and turned now into... Now it's a safe? <laughs> yes. It's a hidden safe behind a picture? Which I don't is know. where the cloak was stored? Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird use of horcruxes. <laughs> yeah. God. So the, That's why he keeps coming back. He separated he, himself into seven different pieces. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Ah, uh, this is my... <laughs> This is my pilgrim shoe buckle. Yeah. And that will be one. This is my scarlet letter, and this will be two. This is the stake at which I burnt that witch, which is a little bit weird because I'm also a witch, but, you know, people listen to me. <laughs> well, she's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> she can't be witches. Oh, no. Is this 2018? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and he pulls his cloak out, and Equality? then... Yeah, so then Carlton starts chasing the family, like, around the house. Because he's got the cloak on, he's glowing like boogity. He is boogity, basically, inside his body. And then it's revamped the ghost rules. Uh, Okay, oh, God. So now ghosts can... So now ghosts can possess you, your body, and then your body gets New movie, new rules. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Your body then gets to be like a ghost and can now not be tangent it can pass through walls like you're a ghost okay so also keep in mind this is the middle of the night like they all woke up yeah it seems like the climax yeah so they all wake up in the middle of the night and like they're like oh follow dad what's happening wow no he got the cape and he starts chasing him around right so they go into one room they close the door and then he floats through the wall and they're like ah also looks like he's wearing silver face paint yeah he's very (laughs) glossy And he was at Pride right before this. Uncle, I'm just gonna call him Uncle Louie. I never yeah, actually. I don't remember his name. Way. He has driven back up to the house in the middle of the night, and he has a full on like black gorilla costume. Um, and he's and like, he, man, I'm gonna get him so good, and you can hear screaming from the house. Yeah, and he looks through the window and he sees Carlton floating and going boogity boogity, and he's like, all oh, right. I didn't think he saw him. I thought he did. No, I th- because he actually gets into the house and he still hears these muffled screams which oh, sound like they're no, super No, the far person away. that saw him is um Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy cuz right. Eugene Levy's also like on the outside oh, of the house. you stole a magic cape and that's why everyone likes you cuz you moved to this town with a magic cape and made them like you. Right. And I was like, "Okay. How'd you figure that one what out, kind buddy?" Kind of nerd. Like, how'd yeah. you piece all that together, too? Oh. Being like magic cape, everybody likes you. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh yeah, the the gorilla just walks in the house. Do they not have locks? They don't believe in locks. Was this know. before locks were invented? I, d- I don't understand uh I was how like, he thinks you're this is a good idea. Asking to be murdered. This whole family <laughs> is like, "Let's be super irritated." and not lock our doors 
Well, because ghosts pass through doors, so I yeah. feel like they've already yeah. dealt with that. Yeah. So they all end up in the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the gorilla just opens the front door and starts yelling. Yeah. The uncle's like, Aah! like they're all going to be in the foyer of the house <laughs> at two in the morning. Like, what the fuck? And then he's like, oh, they're all upstairs screaming. I should probably go up there. Right. So then, but also not like investigate, see if there's a problem because yeah. there's screaming by multiple individuals. No. Let's God. still waltz into the master bedroom and do the same thing. Like, ah! Like, dude, yeah. you might have just walked into like a brutal family murdering. I would have <laughs> liked that movie a lot more. Except if they're all brutally murdering the dad. Oh, no. They all come and they're like, your jokes are fucking stupid. Oh, I thought you meant like the dad taken over by Boogity does like a shining. No, they all kill him. He's going down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, then it like somehow that tickles Boogity's feelings. Okay. And he laughs. So he is. He's like, Boogity. He's shooting lightning like the emperor again. Emperor Palpatine. Uh, out of his fingertips, but it's not a lightning noise. It's a laser gun noise. Right? It actually sounds like like any of the laser guns in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, so we've got our sound effects wrong, too. <laughs> yeah. And then he sees him in gorilla suit and then turns into, like, I don't know, Lenny from, like, Mice of Men. Just like, Boogity. Boogity. And, like, of course, everything just starts getting covered in flowers. Also, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I don't understand how somebody is just, like, I'm going to take upon myself the namesake of which the kids tormented me with because of that and like now that's like a noun, a verb, an adjective, boogity, boogity, yeah. boogity, 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 boogity. Hey, I just boogied in your boogity. Just stop you saying know? that word. <laughs> I hate that word now. <laughs> it's I, I I just don't understand why even the ghost as a character who is it's not like he's one of those repetitive ghosts. Yeah. You know, like who's just like I have to say the same name over and over again for the rest I'm of my life. Doomed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's God, just boogity. what he does. Somebody listening to me, boogity. You know, no, he's just being like, ah, boogity you and boogity me, you know, like just a bad ghost. Yeah. And so I don't know. He starts zapping things around the room and just zapping the walls and making like fake flowers come out of them. Yeah. And then I don't know, like the niceness of the room (laughs) makes him not possessed. Yeah. And the ghost just goes, okay, bye and shoots out of him. (laughs) Right? This is horse shit. Yeah. So then uh, they... I'd like to imagine... Okay. So, never mind. <laughs> I just thought Great. of it. Great. Thank you. Right? Uh, well, <sighs> oh, that's right. Oh, the uncle, like, somehow gets the cloak off of him. No, I thought they just took it off. They were well, like, they say hey, you saved him. They say they saved him because he came in and made a joke and made him laugh. And they were like, you, sa- you saved him. And it's he like, tri-th. well, he didn't really... <laughs> he the movie trieth. <laughs> Oh, it trieth. Trieth my nerves. Um, Trieth my patience. Yeah. So then, like, the uncle's like, that was a great gag. Get that lightning and all these flowers. I don't know how you did it. And then Carlton's like, I don't know where I am. I don't know what happened. Actually phased by it. And they're like, ha, 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 let's go put the cloak on a hanger. Yeah. 
like this dangerous cloak. They put on a hanger and hang it up next to their back door. And they're like, let's have some 3 a.m. coffee. Mm-hmm. Hey, kids. And so mm-hmm. they're all downstairs and they're like, do, 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 do. And they're like, man, where'd that cloak go? No, I think it's the same shot even too. It's one of those things where it's like we show it being hung up. The camera pans over to the, everybody at the table. And then within the same shot, pans back over and it's gone. Yeah. Right? That's like you guys are just horrible like at life. Like You're just failing left yeah. and right. Uh, and then it shows Eugene Levy stole it. And he's like, I I will hold the power now, you know, or whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. And then um, here we are at the Lucy Fest the next morning. And um, that's all going on. Like I said, Jennifer and the old lady are having a costume competition between themselves. Where, who can be the better Glenda the Good Witch? Yeah. And uncle um, shows up and he's like, this must be everyone in the world because <laughs> yeah. he's only met 20 people in his life. And more than 20 is insane. <laughs> God. And then even though Eloise rehearsed um, the seance in a uh, fortune teller costume, she's, she's back in that pilgrim bitch. What seems only to be for the plot device later that Boogity sees Marion. Yeah. Right. Because I'm like, wait a minute. No, maybe that's why this whole seance thing, which is not working out like, OK, I love this bit. <laughs> right? It's, it's they a, have a mom. That's what I would have done. A child. <laughs> and then the phone ring rolls up to them. And um, uh, there's Carlton on the other end of the microphone again. I guess he got a new microphone because the other one fried out. And um, he goes, who do you want to call, little girl? And she goes, nobody. And <laughs> hangs up the phone and i'm like yes the phone call starts out too he's like ho 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 guess who it is and she's like santa and it's like he's like no and it's like well what I'm, do you expect right? and he goes you started with ho, ho, ho. master yeah like God. you're a moron yeah that's <laughs> right? an understatement also santa doesn't exist in this town i know it's definitely jack skeleton who comes yeah. by um so then like <laughs> this is the town yeah. he destroyed <laughs> the kids walk in and their parents are like god we hate this family yeah and then all of a sudden they're like ah it's mr lynch and he's got the cape on mm-hmm. and everyone turns around and they're like oh no oh wait it's mr lynch and they all just like walk out and walk past him they're like god mr lynch sucks too well, okay <laughs> they're like why is everyone in right? this town well, actually this suck they beg him they're like um we'll be your friend he's just lonely right yeah. because he's still like He's still kind of conscious. Like, he's not possessed like, like Carlton was. Oh, I don't think he's possessed at all. He no. just has the cape on. Right? Which but, sounds like a good deal to me. And yeah. he looks like he can weld it better than Boogity Cud. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, what he does, he activates all of the, like, all the wax figures. And they turn into people. Right. Well, they already were people. Like, they were like, just don't move while okay. we film you for 10 oh, seconds. Because we skipped this. Is like, there are, like, four oh. to five scenes in the wax museum. Right, yeah. and all the wax figures are ac- are the actual actors who will then be portraying them when they're alive later on. So their job on set for numerous scenes and God knows how many takes was to stand still in the same position. One of them being Dracula with a full on open like hissing mouth. Like, yeah, and know? they're also all wearing gag stuff. Yeah, they're like, wearing gag stuff over top of it, right? So, like, you have all these characters in these poses that have to stand still. All these actors who have to stand still for all this horrible dialogue. And way too much going time, on, too. Right? 
and like it's it's obvious so many times that they're real people because like they're swayed to them or something and like it just all these things so they finally get to walk around and then they like terrorize the lucy fest for a good minute yeah <laughs> exactly until they like turn off they all stop this is the part that got confusing for me cuz they all stop because Something happens with... Well, this should be the climax. This should be important. Like, this whole live wax figure thing, like, they should be Boogity's minions or something. Oh, so the cape... Basically, Carlton goes goes to the graveyard. The two little boys follow him. And the cape possesses him to put it on the statue for some reason. Not entirely sure what happened there. So then he puts it on the statue (laughs) and Boogity comes back to life with the cape on. And so Carlton's magic, I guess, is done. (laughs) (laughs) That one I get. So then like the the wax figures are like done. But that was like that was like like four or five PM. Yeah. Right. So then um, now it's nighttime. Yeah, it's nighttime. As if nothing happened. If this, the whole town was not just terrorized by a real yeah. vampire, Carlton's like, "All right, got to get the last wax figure back inside." <laughs> and then the kids come running back, and they're like, "Dad, Dad, it's Boogity. He's really back. He's got his cape. Go!" Get and he's here. still like, "Is this a joke?" Yeah. And you're like, "What is your deal, dude? You were possessed." Oh, I hate this man. <laughs> I Yesterday, hate him so much. You were possessed. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so Boogity does show up. You're still dealing with <laughs> putting back in your merchandise into your store that just ran loose and terrorized an entire town, and you're asking if Boogity is real. God, he makes me so <laughs> mad. And then, uh, yeah, so then Boogity shows up and just starts, like, zapping things. He is on the top of, like, the church tower, the or no, the merry-go-round, right? Or I don't know. He it can't looks be on like the he's just floating because he just yeah he just appears. He zaps the merry ground so it spins completely out of control. Those people are dead. Yeah, they were flying <laughs> so fast that like if they didn't fly off, they're scrambled. Right. It's very family movie esque. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. and you're like, no, you're dead. Yeah, and uh, he zaps Medinska's motorcycle and that just runs away on its own. He zaps like a table, and the table falls over, and the guy's like, "Hey, road!" Bunch of stands. Yeah, right. People are just screaming, yelling, and then um, he he yells, "A carnival!" And I'm like, "How do you know what that is? When did you learn about carnivals?" (laughs) Boy chasing stick. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then sees Eloise dressed as a pilgrim, and he's like, "My My boner!" Oh, (laughs) yeah. And zaps her so that she has the Bride of Frankenstein hairdo. And which... this is the first instance where you get that he, like, kind of wanted a bride. And I was like, oh, my God, give it up. Yeah, because the and whole it's movie literally is literally like ten more minutes left in the movie. Yeah. And you're like, you named a whole episode movie thing called Bride of Boogity, but you just now got to the bride part. Well, I mean, he's always Slash wanted a bride. you never really got to it. He's always wanted a bride. Yeah, but it's not like the main focus of this movie at no. all. It has nothing to do with this no, movie. Because it should have just been time... Boogity's cape. All right, so the first the movie cape was of like, Boogity. get out of my house, right? The second movie is, give me back my cape. Yeah. Right? We have, him as, I mean, him as a ghost there's never really been like let me i don't know how about let me step Not outside yeah. let me step outside and try to get with maid marion who have kicked yeah. out of the house he forbid maid marion to even go in the house yeah how's he <laughs> gonna fuck her if he can't get in her bed uh he tries yeah he tries 
So yeah, he uh, he basically <laughs> he possesses and takes Eloise. Yeah, why does he give her the Bride of Frankenstein hairdo? He's never seen this movie. That's true, actually. I don't know. Maybe he just saw it in it's the book. It's just a, it's it's a joke for us. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense in the context, right? Um, I mean, but it. I mean, she looks great. Yeah, she looked all right. <laughs> right? It's like Pilgrim Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And then they Brideth he, of Frankenstein. <laughs> Brideth of Franken. Yeah. Frankenthemer. Uh yeah, so he like floats her up to him. <laughs> She's reanimated. Yeah. And uh then they disappear. They're yeah, like they just Funk. disappear. Okay. And then Seance number four or something. Yes, in which <laughs> in which Medinska she they're like, Is this gonna work? And she's like, Only if you believe it will work. Yeah. And I I'm believe like, that's not what happens. Not Tinkerbell. Yeah. So then they're and like. They all are like, everybody yeah. believeth. And. But she's like, who do you want to talk to? And they're like, our mom. And she's like, well, you can't because she's possessed by Boogity. So you probably wouldn't actually talk to her. You'd talk to Boogity. Which I was like, I get that. I kind of get that. Yeah, and then they're like. That's fine. Let's talk to Jonathan. Who right? is a completely different child again. Right. Shows up in like. A the gayest pilgrim yeah. <laughs> He's a gay pilgrim child. <laughs> and his lisp is gone. Yeah. Because, I mean, he, I guess he got speech therapy yeah. in heaven. And But apparently they're not in heaven because that's another thing is that the first fortune crystal ball thing that Medinska does, she's like, you're living in a house with three ghosts. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what, what, what? They're not gone? Like, what? Okay. I thought they turned white and yeah. like, ascended. <laughs> so I don't even know why they called Jonathan because Jonathan was just like, yeah, go get your mom. No, no, this is great. They they call him. They're like, we need help. And he's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And actually disappears. And then he like, put him on hold. They're awkwardly waiting there for like, like if, if it's like maybe three seconds, but still yeah. you're just like, what? And then he's like, hey, so um, here's what you have to do. You have to like grab the key and stick it in the thing, and uh, but be careful because uh, uh, you're opening up the underworld and uh, uh, be sure not to do something. Like okay, if bye. he's touching you while he gets sucked into the underworld, <laughs> but that rule doesn't apply at all. No, no, no. Like, but, but also it, it he says it so quickly that like you might want to repeat it. It seems yeah. kind of important. He's like, this is what you got to do. Also, I got to go by. I'm kind of busy. And they're like, oh. <laughs> we didn't even get to say bye to him before he hung up. Right? What the heck? Last time we at least got a sparkly hug. Yeah. Um, so what's funny about this too to me is that um, I just, it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't mean anything. But also he mentioned like you'll be basically opening up a door to the underworld in order to get him in there. Side note, and they I'm never like, open up a door. Right? He <laughs> just gets sucked back into a statue that puts itself together. And I, I mean, let's imagine that that's the door. It's some portal, yeah. right? What I want to talk about is the fact that, like, at what point is anybody at that table be like, um, underworld? Uh, so, like, sorry, kids, your mom's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that seems dangerous to release. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and 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 excuse have me. Have to do a hard pass on the excuse underworld. Me. Also, um, so I don't want to be the guy <laughs> who like negative Nancy, but um, maybe we just cut our losses. <laughs> Was she that good of a wife? I just want to put it out there that we just got 
this advice from a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Not even like a known ghost. He like, kind of has a speech impediment. He was a child ghost, so I think his logic is still child logic. And we, and we got it, we got it from a kid named Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> right. Who's sneezing? Yeah, I don't. He's a sick ghost. That I, isn't possible. Uh, yeah, and who's to say that that ghost is like the real? Also, version who of did him? he get this information from? He just walked <laughs> away and asked someone, like "BRB, I gotta put the phone down. Yeah, gotta go guys. find my mom." And I mean, and we're we're taking all of this from a woman who lives on the edge <laughs> of town. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. I'm sorry. I, I have to go home. I've got to feed my cat. I have warts. I, <laughs> I have warts. Yeah, Eugene Levy's still there. He's just like, I got friends now. Yeah, and he's like, I'm so sorry for everything. And every sing- He actually repeats this like three times. He's like, it's all my fault. And they're like, no, it's Boogity's fault. And I'm like, um, it's totally his fault. It's a lot of people's fault, technically. <laughs> it, I mean, it's yeah. Carlton's fault, Mr. Denier. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, they all trek to the graveyard. Yeah. Somehow they bo- Boogity's just like, "Hey, I'm here too." Like he just appeared. Like he, why didn't he just go okay. somewhere else? So there they show up, and Boogity just appears with Eloise, and is like, "Hey, you guys are here too late. We're going into the underworld yeah. together. She's my bride." Like, and actually talks kind of like that too. Yeah. Like, sorry, brother, time to go. <laughs> like the Hulk. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He yeah. was just like, hey, so you're too late. Got to go to the underworld. It's kind of Beetlejuice's, actually. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I, I forget um, the, the marriage scene at the end. But it's very yeah. much like that without the marriage. You would actually, this at least would have been a better climax if they were trying to stop a marriage. Yeah. You and know? there's like ghosts there for the marriage. It's really cute. Right. And, like their colors are like <laughs> white and black. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She meant nothing to me. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, really remember what happens next because then it's like they're so... like, here, Eloise. <laughs> Come here. Come here. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, no, no. What happens is, uh, okay, so they take the key from earlier, the port key, and stick it. Into a hole in the gravestone's headstone, and that opens up the dimensional portal, I guess, right? And that's what actually makes Boogity and her appear. He's like, Oh, thanks for opening the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he couldn't get through or something. And then Knocking that's that when Jennifer dresses in an exact identical oh. costume, in which I'm like, Did Jennifer steal the one from the historical society? Um, no, Jennifer was just like, if I can go to hell, I can finally get away from this goddamn family. <laughs> and she's like, I made Marion. That's an imposter. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, get out of here. And like tosses Eloise away and tries to grab her. And that's what there there was the like stupid bumbly like, oh, no, is he almost touched Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, she, I don't know. Because I don't remember what Jonathan said exactly about the touching. It's like if they are touching while they're getting going through the portal, then both of them go. Right. But I also was like, that didn't play out in the movie. Not really. But, but also, like, what sucked him into the portal? Just I think thingy? he tripped. <laughs> I know. I was like, did he slip on something? Was it a I banana? No. But like, he sucks in, and then that's it. And same thing happens as the last movie where they're like, all right, guys, like... And Boogity's gone. And then little Jonathan could be heard being like, you want a bet? And they're like, what? And he's like, just kidding. And you're like, just kidding. I hate you movie. And that's the end. Yeah. 
That is definitely a Jaws three, Jaws four for me. I never <laughs> want to return. I, you're right. Yeah, this. I've is, never this watched a longer hour and a revenge. half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't recommend this one. It was. I mean, we had fun with this discussion. Yeah. But that was the most fun out of like the entire three hours that we had most to spend fun on Bride of Boogie. Possible. Yeah. Um. It was rough. I, there was multiple periods of being I don't like none of these jokes, jokes are playing. None like I wish it on my enemies, but sure, sure. But... Um, yeah, it just it just goes on and on. There's bit characters that have nothing to do and really don't. Someone's a ventriloquist at some point. Oh yeah, that's know. right. He zaps a ventriloquist dummy. That's that's um, that's where uh, Lazarus comes back. Yeah, I forgot yeah, he does is. have two scenes. Um. Yeah, I don't reckon that. That's oh great! Our first Jaws of Revenge <laughs> is miserable compared to the first one. Yeah. Um, it's another and so much fat could have been cut out. It could have been another forty-minute movie. Yeah, and 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 it you would have got to it, and I think they would have had an opportunity to actually be like, all right, what's the important things? What do we need to are trying to get across? Yeah, you know, and it would have worked better. So absolutely. Um. So, we seem to really hate on this movie, but there's some people out there that absolutely loved it. And we asked those people to give us five. Uh, Here's Gimme Five for Bride of Boogity. I only have one review. It's written by Jurassic Park Chick 21. Just titled, Awesome Movie. This was written two years ago in July of 2016. Whoa. It's an awesome movie. The best part is when Boogity shows up at a local carnival and causes havoc until he sees Eloise and he puts her under a hypnotic trance and levitates her in the air toward him. He made her stand beside him. He vanished, taking her with him. (laughs) I remember seeing this when it was on the Disney Channel Sunday night movie and it was amazing. Awesome, funny, great. I was on the edge of my seat all the way through it from the start. I can never, I can never not giggle when somebody says they're I on know. the edge of their seat and stuff like this. Um, like because I'd like to imagine that they're just like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? Are they gonna have another seance for no reason? Damn conservatives! You know, <laughs> I shouldn't be watching this because yeah. you know Lucifer falls. Um, yeah, I'll pray after. Guys, It'll be fine. I don't know, guys. Um. She goes on to uh, to, to uh, finish her review with, from the start all the way to the end, God, I wish that Disney Sunday night movie episodes was on Netflix because it'll be amazing to see it on Netflix. Also, when I was young, I've always wanted to go to Walt Disney World and meet Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Pluto, Goofy, etc., etc., and go on all of those rides, except for the scary ones. I hope someday I'll go to Disney World. Also, it has always been a childhood dream of mine, too. (laughs) Five stars. He was like, what are you talking about? This isn't a Facebook post. This is a review for a movie. We don't care about you. Okay, but also... um, She's like, I want to go to Disney World. I tried since I was a kid, but also it's a dream of mine to go to Disney World. Like, you said that. But I also don't... Okay, this is... This is hard for me to like because it it really it comes on the very cruel side of my cynical mentality. Don't go there. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, not. not I was like, whatever you're gonna say about uh, the person. Um, no, I have to because like, written in July 2016, right? 
But this person saw it when it was actually on the Disney Channel Sunday night movie, which means they're, they're as a... old as I am, at least. And and this is where I said of like seeming cool because I'm like, okay, not everybody can afford the magical experience that is Disney. I didn't go to Disney until I actually worked there. Same. But still, <laughs> like, but still, if it's, it's like... your lifelong dream. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I can't because Boogity holds me at bay and yeah. won't allow me to go see the magical one. Not the world scary rides. <laughs> I was like, well, you did just watch Boogity, so that's kind of about it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to go on the Boogity ride. I heard it's amazing. <laughs> I heard they built a whole house around it. <laughs> I heard it's a walkthrough of a wax museum. I love the haunted house at Disney. That's my. That's the one Is big Boogity pet in peeve. there. God, he should be in there. He should be in the haunted house. The number mansion. of times I overhear people at the park go, can we go to the haunted house? I'm like, I'm going to knock your child out. <laughs> Teach them. It's not a row home. I know. <laughs> God, we are not in Lucifer Falls. Can we go in the haunted duplex? Yeah. <laughs> I heard the mad condominium is insane. Shack. Yeah. yeah. We're Scary not shack. Knots. Yeah. Okay. So that's our only review for Brian of Boogity. Um like you said, you wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend this one either. Go see the first one. Um, it's a quick forty-five. It's on our, um, it, it's on our uh, YouTube right now. Uh, maybe this one will be able to go up. I'm not sure. I haven't. I I have seen Mr. Boogity on YouTube before. I have not seen this one. I could not find it. So either it got flagged and got taken down, or it's just not available. One way or the other, uh, we'll try our best with that. And if not, uh. There is rentals available on YouTube already of a much cleaner copy than I'm going to be able to get you guys. But, I mean, free is free. And and when something like this, it's a rarity. It's never going to come past DVD. I guarantee never, ever. Would yeah. they, they would put the Ewok movies on Blu-ray before they'd put this on Blu-ray. So, it's not happening, guys. You know, maybe in a wonderful world of color, like, full-on collection – but I guarantee there's way too many rights to be able to take, you know, way too many yeah. hands in the pot for that to ever happen either. So good luck, right? Uh, I don't even think they have the entire Muppet show like thing, you know, episodes in one yeah. collection because of so many actors and everything involved. It took years to get the Saturday Night Live stuff, and and that that was uh, because uh, NBC was just like, look, we made it, so and you agreed, so you know. But even then, they don't air the musical performances, Mm -hmm. you know, when they do reruns and stuff. So it's that interesting stuff of television where it's like those of you who are nostalgic for this kind of stuff and and understand why it's so hard is because of, like, all this – every single thing that's in play. So um, I'm going to try to get this out to you, but if it doesn't, don't hate on me for promising you because I'm not promising (laughs) Right. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate the boogity, hate the boo. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Which is the bride. She's the boo. Uh, she, uh, is the boo. <laughs> she is your boo. Bah, bah, bah. So. <laughs> Don't uh, forget to join us on Thursday of this week. What is that? October 25th? That is correct. October 25th, 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. is when uh, the doors to the theater will open. We're having a full hour-long uh, pre-party in the lobby. Halloween disgusting so late who starts a movie at 9 p.m no 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 the doors well i think the doors are open like 7 45 the movie will start 8 8 10 okay something in there i just in the lobby an hour before is the halloween correct yes so uh 
the official like the party will kick off seven o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock. If you want to show up, um, things will start. Music will be going, you know, drinks will be served. Uh, get here, you know, party with us ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, but the movie itself, you're like your deadline for understanding all the jokes for the podcast that will come afterwards. Hard eight, you know, because it's a Thursday still. And we got to get you out the yeah. door by at least 11 o'clock. Okay. So, yes, absolutely. Join us. Costume uh, party, drinks, fun, prizes. So much fun. Tell your friends. Laughter. Literally, if you were at the, the other ones, uh, bring new friends. Bring new people to experience it. Uh, uh, tickets are still available. www.thefreedomseminar.org slash events slash Bombs Away Live. You can also... Uh, look Death Spa presented by Bombs Away up as an event on Facebook and you can find the link there or on our Instagram at Bombs Away Show the link that we have in our bio is the link to the tickets so uh, if you couldn't remember what I said there just go to our Instagram it's that link that just about does it for us here um, always Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bombs Away Show email us contact at bombsawayshow.com Wherever you're listening, if you happen to have latched onto us via YouTube or something like that, you're like, hey, I have real podcast apps. Um, we're on every single podcast app that you could think of. So join us next week um, as we do Death Spa, and then we have an entire um, uh, November. It's November. We have an entire November. And I haven't decided we're going to do Netflix November or not yet. Aww. Last year we voted on it, but this year, like I was looking at the lineup and the list of stuff, and Netflix has really upped their game, like a year comparison. Right? The only thing that's on there is like Deep Blue Sea, but Deep Blue Sea is coming up on its like twenty fifth anniversary next year, so it might be something that we're going to do live. So yeah. it's things like that where I'm like, I'd like to, but I can't. You know. Um, so I think we'll just kind of play it by ear, and you guys will get that announcement for November uh, coming up next week. Okay? So that just about does it for us. I'm Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And... Boogity, boogity, boo! This is Jarrett with Bombs Away Podcast. I'm here at the Frida Cinema, once again recording for your all's pleasure. Frida Cinema, that sounds pretty familiar. Oh yeah, it's because we bring it up so much. It's where we live, it's where we record. Now, you may know of the Frida Cinema, but you may not know enough about the Frida Cinema. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located in Santa Ana in Southern California. It services neighboring communities as a nonprofit art house cinema dedicated to educating, connecting, and enriching communities through the art of cinema, which is a pretty amazing experience. But how do they do that? Well, one of the ways they do that is with shadow casting. So shadow casting, if you don't know, is whenever they have a cast below the screen acting out the movie as the film is projected behind them. 
which is pretty neat, but that's not all. They also get audience participation, so you feel like you're part of the film, that you have that amazing, enriching experience. Some of the films that we do shadow cast with are Little Shop of Horrors, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Repo the Genetic Opera, and The Forbidden Zone. That was the last time you heard of The Forbidden Zone. Am I right, ladies? Other things that we do, if you're not into Shadowcast, but you love that audience participation, um, are special events. We've done Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and it was a lights and sound spectacular. And there were also words along the bottom of the screen that helped you know when to participate in the film. And maybe you just want to watch a film, which is okay, because the Frida Cinema does show films. But maybe you want to watch a film in a different atmosphere. Well, the Frida Cinema has rooftop showings. Some of the films that have shown on our rooftop are the most recent Beauty and the Beast or Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park. One of the cool things that happened with Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park is we actually had guests. For instance, Jurassic Park had the guest of the Jeep Wrangler, you know, that nice tan and red Jeep that we see just driving all around that park. It's an amazing photo opportunity, and it's something you get to brag about to your friends and post on that Instagram. If you want more information about the Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, just go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for the filmmakers, the filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Yeah.